Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Good. You have a good weekend. It was very nice. Yes, it was incredibly hot. It, it was, was hot. It was Florida hot. I spent a lot of time at the pool. Nice. I did a lot of relaxing. Nice. So my house is a disaster, and I have no groceries for the week. Before people think we're bougie, it's not our pool. No, it's we, not. We, we're not cool I mean, for a pool. I mean, you don't have to be bougie to have a pool. Eh, I don't know. A little bit. I mean, for $100, you can get one of the ones that sets up in the backyard. Do you have $100 I can borrow? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get started. The Disney Parks blog. There is a new Disney art display and store that's coming to Orlando. That's right. And amazingly, it's not coming to a Disney property. Okay. It's coming to uh, I-4 International Drive uh, down in Orlando. Interesting. And it is an um, art display on a building that covers the Hollywood Plaza Garage. And I sh- we saw this last summer when we were there. Yeah. Um, and it is a... I don't want to say it's a it's a digital billboard. Yeah. But it wraps around the building and right now it's got some of the 50th anniversary characters there and there's animation that goes with it. Um and they're also building in that same section a store called the Walt Disney World store. Okay. And it will be a store that sells merchandise, tickets, and will have the first ever interactive Disney Vacation Club virtual discovery station. That's a mouthful. Mm. Um, it opens May 31st, and it will give uh, it's one stop that will give Central Florida visitors a convenient way to purchase souvenirs, park tickets, and explore DVC membership. Uh, this virtual discovery station has floor-to-ceiling screens and can transport guests to any theme park, resort, or cruise destination around the world using first-person virtual tours, photo galleries, and videos. Okay. To me, it sounds like they're spending a lot to get people that are probably already down there to do Disney. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, I4, that whole area, it's it's considered more the um, universal sort of mm-hmm. area. But there's a lot going on over there. And, and I think you know, there's people that stay there. There's people that do both, you know, try to do both Disney and uh, universal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's I would think it's good to have a presence there. I mean, you know, maybe you don't, obviously you're not putting a park over there, but a store? You know, why not? And there's people who go down and wish that they could go, you know, over to Disney and they just, you know, it's just not in the cards, but it's, they still, you know, might want to go and, you know, get some of the merchandise and stuff. There's not a lot. It's not like you can just go to your local mall anymore and go to a Disney store. So I think it's a good idea. Okay. Okay. Um, There's a uh, feature here on the Parks blog about the science behind Disney magic, uh, collaborating to protect the elephants. That's right. We all know that through Disney's conservation efforts, they have uh, donated more than $120 million to um, protecting and saving wildlife since 1995. Uh, And in April, they launched Disney Planet Possible, which is a company-wide initiative uh, to take action to protect the planet for future generations. And one thing they're doing is uh, Disney wildlife scientists and researchers have collaborated with a group called Save the Elephants to um, help support elephants and farmers in Africa. Apparently, farmers in Africa have an issue with elephants trampling their crops. Mm -hmm. Um, But they have discovered that um, researchers learned that uh, elephants are afraid of African bees and they don't like the buzzing bees. They retreat when they hear buzzing bees. So they have decided uh, what they can do is to put beehives um, and some fake beehives in a uh, like a 10 meter distance, so 30 feet apart. Right. And they put them around the crops 
And the bees think, I'm sorry, the elephants think there are bees in there, so they create a beehive fence. Well, sometimes there are bees in there too, and it probably even helps the crops. So very, uh, very smart. That's right. So now you get two parts out of it is your bees keep the elephants from trampling the crops, and you get a new product because now you can make uh, elephant honey. (laughs) That's what they call it. Really? Mm -hmm. Elephant-friendly honey. Okay. So there are 22 countries that are now trying to uh, trying beehive fences as an ecological alterna- uh, alternative to uh, elephants trampling crops. Great idea. So, and that's due to, in part to Disney scientists. They're so smart. And that is our last parks blog story. So we will head over to Disneyland. All right. Um, the entrance of Tarzan's treehouse is almost completely demolished. Um, so what are they doing over there now? We still don't know. Oh. We we know it's being taken apart. But we have not been told what the retheming is, unless okay. they're taking out the uh, just the entrance and going to leave the rest of Tarzan's stuff there, which I doubt. Okay. Um, the refurbishment is still ongoing at New Orleans Square on the pathway. That's the whole story there. All right. And a walkway connecting Paradise Pier Hotel to Disney's California Adventure is under construction. That's right. They're uh, going to give their own entrance to the Paradise Pier guests, which is kind of nice. Because it was a long walk to get to the backside of the Esplanade, mm-hmm. um, and uh, this will give people direct access into California Adventure. So that was closer, the other entrance that we went through there, that was closer. It wasn't too bad for the Disneyland resort guests, Correct. Right? Uh, right? The Disneyland Hotel right. resort guests. And then California Adventure, uh, California, I'm sorry, what's it? What's Grand it Californian. Grand Californian. They had their own entrance directly in the building. Yes. And so this would be like their own entrance directly Correct. for Paradise Peel. Pier. Oh my gosh. Paradise Peel. Oh. And what, what's going on over at uh, California Adventure? Uh, Chip and Dale are meeting guests as the Rescue Rangers at California Adventure to celebrate um, their new show on Disney+. Plus. That's right. Their new uh, movie debuted on Disney Plus this past weekend. And this temporary meet and greet area is, to the, uh, is at the entrance uh, to Hollywoodland to the left of the Hyperion Theater. So um, Chip is wearing his brown leather jacket and fedora, while Dale is in his orange top. They're cute. They are. We have to watch that. Uh, Do we? Yeah. It's going to be nice. And uh, additionally, in California Adventure, they have set some chairs up uh, alongside (laughs) Avengers Campus and tables. This is this is news now. This is news. Yeah. Well, it's additional seating. That area lacks a little seating. And in further news, I have uh, I have rearranged my dining room. Oh, and it looks lovely because <laughs> this is where we record. Construction is continuing on the locker building next to the Tron right light cycle run. That's right. This is the small building that they put next to the Tron show building. Um, and people believe that it's going to be a locker slash storage building. Okay. So uh, construction on that continues. Fantastic. Um, some new track has been laid that's going to reconnect the Disney World Railroad route behind Space Mountain. That's right. A lot of that track had to be ripped up because um, that's where they put uh, Tron Light Cycle Run. Yep. So they had to rip up the old track. They sure did. Um, and over at Tron Light Cycle Run, they are still continuing the walkway paving. As well as the railroad tunnel is okay. continuing to be built. Um you know, the it's going to be a long, elevated pathway mm-hmm. uh, that leads you into Tron. Uh, so all the cement is down, but they don't have, have any of the safety rails uh, completed yet. Oh, man. So they are uh, working to uh, move forward. Okay. Um, there's going to be 4th of July fireworks coming back to the Magic Kingdom this year. 
That's right. They will return and they will be celebrated at 9.20 p.m. on July 3rd and 4th. This is the first time since 2019 that there will be 4th of July fireworks. And the show is called Disney's Celebrate America, a 4th of July concert in the sky. Now, uh, make small talk for a second because I have to get a story. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me you had to go to the bathroom. No. I was going to have you just pause it. No, it's nothing that bad. But um, they have modified the hours for Walt Disney World. Okay. And I thought we could tell at, guests. At all the uh, at all the parks? For uh, late June, early July. Okay. So new hours. What so do we these have? are new hours. So if you are going uh, June 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 10th through the 15th, 17th through the 27th, 29th, and July 1st and 2nd, uh, the Magic Kingdom will open at 9 a.m. every day, but will stay open until 11 p.m. If uh, you are going to Epcot, it will now open at 8.30, and on July 5th through 12th, it will still close at 9 p.m. Hollywood Studios will open at 8.30 a.m., June 5th through July 2nd, and it will close at 9 p.m. Disney's Animal Kingdom will move their opening to 7.30 a.m. with a 6 p.m. closure. Okay. So those are your modified hours for June and July. I like the Magic Kingdom 9 o'clock openings. Because then even with the early entry for resort guests, it's still 8.30. Right. Which is sort of doable. Yep. The Animal Kingdom kills me. Yeah. So early. It is. So Hoop De Doo is coming back, and the showtimes and pricing have been released. That's right. The Hoop De Doo musical review, which is at the uh, Fort Wilderness Theater um, in Pioneer Hall, I'm sorry, at Fort Wilderness in Pioneer Hall, will be returning on June 23rd. Reservations will open May 26th. Uh, showtimes have been listed. And let's see, what are the showtimes? Um, can't see the showtimes. We can tell you the pricing, though. Uh, main, main floor, Category 1, is $74 per adult, $44 per child. Category 2 is the center balcony. That's $69 per adult and $40 per child. Category 3 is the side balconies. Those are $66 per adult and $39 per child. Category 3 has no wheelchair access seating, but the other two do. Um, showtimes are... Uh, 420, 635, and 8.50. Uh, the doors will open 20 minutes before that. So uh, three shows a night. Uh, they will no longer be using paper tickets. You will need to check in via My Disney Experience or at the kiosk. That's a lot of fun. Definitely worth doing. It's expensive, but um, you got to do it at least once. It is. The Red Car Trolley Caricatures Kiosk is now open at Hollywood Studios. That's right. We mentioned last week that it was going to be reopening. Well, now it is. Um, their caricatures are not cheap. I was looking at them when they were we, when we were there last uh, last month. Uh, it's forty dollars per person because I wanted to get a little caricature of us broadcasting a radio program, mm. uh, and it would have cost us eighty dollars to get a caricature of two people. I'm not a fan of caricatures. We can find caricature artists around here for cheap. We can. Mm-hmm. That's right. There was even one that came to a birthday party that we were at that was doing caricatures for free. Well, yeah, the quality of the caricatures <laughs> reflected that. Yes, they did. All right. What's going on over in Hollywood Studios? A Lightyear sneak preview has debuted at Hollywood Studios. That's right. It's usually the first eight to ten minutes of the movie, uh, but they do have a poster set up, and they are playing the movie. And where is that? That is going to be at the Walt Disney Presents in the theater at the end of the attraction. And that's in Animation Courtyard. 
You went over to look for a movie in there, but there was nothing. Huh? I thought that they would be doing Doctor Strange, mm. but they were not. Bummer. So uh, there's some fun new th- treats going on at uh, Disney Springs. Oh, this is right up my alley. They have some new character-themed bubble waffle sundaes. That's right. And these are at Marketplace Snacks. Um, and uh, these have popped up after Aristocrats closed. Uh, there are five distinct bubble waffles that are inspired by Mickey and Friends. Uh, Marketplace Snacks is across from Marketplace Co-op on the end of the lake. And let's see what we have here. We have the Mickey Waffle Cone Sunday, which is $8.99, vanilla soft serve hot fudge, cookie crumbles, and white chocolate crisp pearls. Uh, the Mickey Sundays uses Oreos to create the shape of Mickey ears. Um, I think the important thing here is these bubble waffles, all the bubbles are Mickey shaped. Are Mickey shaped. Yeah. That's what's important. Now, is there anything in the bubbles? No. Okay, so they're just Mickey bubbles. Well, they're it's it's like waffle batter, so it, like the oh. the batter puffs out in those gotcha. areas. They have a mini sweet strawberry waffle sundae for eight ninety nine, vanilla soft serve strawberry topping, sliced strawberries, and white crisp chocolate pearls. That looks delicious. It does. What's next here? We should have one for Donald. Nope, Goofy is up next. The Goofy peanut grand waffle sundae. Uh, vanilla and chocolate swirl soft serve, hot fudge, peanuts, sliced bananas, sliced strawberries, mini M&Ms, and a cherry on top. I think the banana is a big turnoff for you. It is. I like everything except for the banana. The Donald Lemon and Blueberry Waffle Sunday is vanilla soft serve, lemon curd, and blueberries. Very plain. It's an interesting combination. It does not sound as feisty as I expect it to be for Donald. Oh, they might have me on this one. The Pluto Peanut Butter Waffle Sundae. Chocolate soft serve, chocolate covered pretzels, peanut butter sauce, and milk chocolate crisp pearls. And that also is $8.99. Fantastical. What's going on in resort news? Um, at the boardwalk, they are working on refurbishing. Um, no, I'm sorry. At the yacht club, they are working on refurbishing the boardwalk. That's right. We know there's a lot of work being done around the yacht club. Uh, and they do have uh, some of these small uh, three-foot, four-foot-tall construction walls set up around where they're replacing wood on the boardwalk. All right. Um, at Saratoga Springs in the Cong- Congress Park and Treehouse Villas area, the pools are closing in October for refurbishment. That's right. Those are leisure pools. They're expected to close in early October, and they will be closed through early December. Uh, however, during this time, the High Rock Springs Pool, the Paddock Pool, and the Grandstand Leisure Pools will remain open. Uh, and then in January 2023, the High Rock Spring Pool and On the Rocks Pool Bar will close for refurbishment. Okay. We have no cruise line news this week, but we do have some entertainment news. Uh, Sony is hoping that Tom Holland and Zendaya, as well as director John Watts, are going to return for more Spider-Man movies. That's right. And this is according to Sony chairman Tom Rothman. In an interview with Deadline, he said they are working on the next Spider-Man movie uh, with Tom Holland and hoping to bring back director John Watts as well as Zendaya. So uh, they are working on the character's future in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And that's the tough thing because the character's rights are owned by Sony. Uh, They have to work hand-in-hand with another studio to make sure that everything is interlaced. Okay. Um, Kathleen Kennedy is continuing to meet with Ryan Johnson about the future of Star Wars. That's right. Five years ago, it was announced that Ryan Johnson would direct another Star Wars trilogy. That's how I say it. Um, And we haven't heard anything from it then. Uh, since then, however, in an interview with Vanity Fair, she says that she continues to meet with uh, Johnson. Uh, he uh, directed Knives Out, 
uh, and then made a deal at Netflix for multiple movies. So he has been very busy, uh, but apparently his trilogy is still moving forward. All right. Uh, next up in entertainment news, um, near and dear to my children's heart, high school musical, the musical, the series has been renewed for season four and season three is supposed to premiere on July 27th. That's right. That will premiere on Disney plus, uh, The new season, season three, takes place at Camp Shallow Lake, a sleepaway camp in California, where the Wildcats and their fellow campers are primed for an unforgettable summer, ripe with romance, curfewless nights, and a taste of the great outdoors. They're going to do a production of Frozen, um, so that uh, will be what's going on for season three. Okie dokie. There's some... A new series, Daredevil, being produced by Matt Corman and Chris Ord for Disney+. Plus. That's right. Uh, Daredevil, as you may know, uh, Disney Plus now has the old Netflix version of Daredevil, which had three seasons. And now there is talk that there's going to be a new season. Uh, We already saw Charlie Cox come back in Spider-Man No Way Home last winter in a very brief cameo. Uh, We saw uh, Vincent D'Onofrio as the kingpin in uh, Hawkeye. So uh, they've got two of the four main actors uh, and Daredevil already appearing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You think they're going to pick up where the Netflix one left off? Um, We don't know what they're going to do. Some uh, I've heard rumor that it's going to be a reboot, which would kind of stink because we've already gotten three seasons. Um, And I've also heard that it will be a continuation of the story. So no one knows. I wouldn't hate a reboot. Uh, only because I think that so many kids are really into, you know, all the Marvel stuff and you can't, there's just, I mean, unless your kids are a lot older, you cannot let them watch the Netflix version. So, and then, you know, if they pick up where the other one left off, how do you have your kids start watching it? You know, even if it's a little tamer, how do you have them start watching it at season four, basically? Right. So, I don't know. We'll see what they do. All right. All right. In Universal, the water play area has been drained for If I Ran the Zoo as they uh, perform a refurbishment. That's right. Uh, So, it's a refurbishment, as Cheryl mentioned. So, there is no real story there. Okay. Well, I mean, it's a story, but there's no That was the story. The scrim has been removed from some of the Carousel at Islands of Adventure. That's one of my favorite names. I love the Carousel. Uh, the Carasusel is still surrounded by pink construction walls. However, as Cheryl mentioned, some of the scrim has been removed. So that's a good sign. That means they've completed some of the higher work and uh, they'll be working on the rest of the attraction. Cool. Um, the construction remo- the construction walls were removed from Toon Lagoon at Islands of Adventure. That's right. There have been construction walls around Toon Extra um, on uh, in Toon Lagoon. So those are uh, those are cleared out, and the splash pad outside is once again available. So uh, go check that area out. Go splash around. That's right, and that's all of our news. Do you have any final final words of encouragement for our listeners? What do they need to be encouraged about? Uh, whatever. Maybe somebody's. It's a, a Monday. Day. Mondays are rough. You can make it through. It's going to be okay. It'll be over before you know it. You're one day closer to Friday. <laughs> there you go. And do you know what this is? It's a three day weekend coming up. Oh, so. good point. Good that's point. Right. Something Unless you're to, like a nurse or something. <laughs> something to live for. That's right. So until Wednesday, I'm Tony and I'm Cheryl, and you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Bye, bye.